Welcome to Fortitude at Work, a podcast all about building your mental and emotional strength. Pull up a chair and join in the chat with your hosts, Leanne and John. Let's talk all things that put fortitude to work for you. Well, we're back. We are back, Johnny. Hmm. And this is, I think, episode five of season two. That's it. We almost need to high five, don't we? But we won't because Jerry will freak out. Yeah, yeah we can, if we hit the mics, it, needs, it makes a big thumping sound. I know. And because you you speak with Italian hands, <laughs> it um, we got to keep it down. Otherwise, we'll break some of the electrical. That's equipment. right. I'm trying really hard to control myself. Yeah. I yeah. just want to touch you, John. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I have that trouble regularly in public. I probably should stay off public transport. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I won't. Mm-hmm. I won't. Mm. Now tell me, how have you been? Um, I've been well. Oh, good. Yes. You? I've been very well. Can I just share, because I know it's going to be a few weeks since the event, mm-hmm. but I just have to share again, even though you've heard it many times, that I went to Government House for dinner. You did. You're uh, very important. Yes. Yes. A very important person for about three hours. Yeah, it was... Um that was a nice invitation. It was. It was lovely for International Women's Day. Happy Women's Day to all of the lovely women out there. Go the girls. Hmm. And it was wonderful. So that's been the highlight of my few weeks did, since we were last here. Did you ask the question uh, why the 20 women were chosen? Uh, I did, but nobody had an actual clear answer. Okay. It was all a little bit mysterious. Okay. So we'll just keep it that way for now, I think. Fair enough. It makes me feel special. Okay, let's go with that. Okay. Hmm. So what are we talking about today, Johnny? Relationships. Oh, well okay. done. Good. Well done. Off to a good start in our relationship. Yeah. Hey, well done. Yeah. So, yes, today we're going to talk a bit about relationships, but I think we might actually talk firstly about why we need to discuss relationships. Do you agree? Yes. Absolutely. Are you going to take it? No, but I do agree. Oh, good. Excellent. And the reason that I want to talk about relationships today is because one of the key things that I've um, found in my research uh, around the mental health of micro business owners is just how important family and friends are to the support of the owner of a micro business. And so really they don't get enough recognition do they no well i can imagine that if you're in a medium or larger company you've got lots of office personnel that you spend a third of your life with and you build up relationships there where you feel you know uh, talk around the water cooler and lunches and dinner parties so you have a family of sorts at work but in small and micro business uh, you're on your own yeah. Um, so really the connections or the relationships you have would be your friends and family. Yeah, exactly. And I think what's been really interesting in, in my research is that they play quite a prominent role in helping a micro business owner to cope mm-hmm. with the highs and lows. And as far as I can determine at the moment, at the moment, is um, we don't recognise them for the role that they play. In micro-business. Well, they're not on the payroll. No. No, um, but they play an integral part to the, the success 
or otherwise of a business. I yeah, think. yeah, exactly right. So, so that's why I thought, well, perhaps we need to talk a bit about what what makes a good strong relationship. Because if I'm going to be going into small business, micro business, or if perhaps I'm in it, I've been in it for a while, yep. and I'm needing a bit of support. Mm. If the research tells me that I'm most likely to turn first to family and friends, mm. for example, for a little bit of support along the way, mm. then perhaps I need to invest a bit of time in making sure that I've got some good solid relationships yep. that I can turn to. Yeah. In uh, season one, you talked about um, wingman. Was it wing? Yeah, wing wing person. Wing person. person. Wing person. Sorry. Women yeah. stage on women. Although it was, uh, you did talk about um, Tom Cruise, as you like to talk about with him, and um, thank you for bringing him up. And Goose, <laughs> his wingman. So um, those small business owners have told you that they um, they do better by having someone on their side, someone in their corner. Yeah. Uh, and it's usually a, a friend, a close friend or a relative, but a particular type of friend and relative? Is that what you found? Or? Well, usually, no, well, particular type, usually somebody who is close to um, close to the business owner. Yep. Now, that's not to say, actually, that that person should be the wing person. Okay. That, that's not to say that that person should be the goose. Uh. What I'm saying is that quite often they are the first person that I that, that the micro business owner would vent to yep. or would see in a day. Yep. So when you get home from work and that person says, how was your day, dear? Then that's the person. Now, that might be different to my goose. Yeah. Wingman, I think it's like late in season one. Yeah. That might be different to my goose, but it is the first person I see. Yeah. So maybe they're two different people. Yeah, one one's like a, a daily uh, ear to listen, and the other one's more of a mentoring sort of yeah. process. On yep, on your perhaps, side. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I thought what might be worth exploring a bit, and perhaps we can draw on your uh, relationship counselling knowledge mm -hmm. today, is to talk about what are some of the key things that make a relationship strong and um, provide a good foundation for when my partner comes home from work and I go, oh, you wouldn't believe what happened to me today in my micro business, yep. um, that I've actually got a good connection with that person who wants to, you know, Who's, who's got enough strength to be able to listen to what I have to say. Yeah. Um, well, as always, um, with relationships, uh, the two words that always come to mind are around honesty with boundaries, and that is that you are present to the people you care about uh, to a point, uh, and then you care for yourself as well. So uh, in a, uh, if you're a micro-business owner and, your, say, your partner is your first ear at the end of each day, um, that person being there for you to hear what your day was about, not to fix it, mm -hmm. just to listen to it uh, without it judgment, but then that, but then to also have a um, a boundary in place as well to say I'm here for you for this, but I'm not here. I can't be here for you for, for 24 hours a day. Uh, we have a pineapple. There it is. We have a safe word, yeah. um, and I think I told Jerry about this. Can we just talk? No, no, about no. Yeah, why sorry. we have a safe word? I yeah. think. Let's just let's just go past that and talk about something else. Um, that pineapple is our safe word. Um, there's there's lots of safe words for different 
circumstances. <laughs> I um, think Jerry's really going to have to <laughs> cut this. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I do. No, not at all. So the safe, the, the safe word is the stay with me, Leanne. Stay with me. We, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> we will. I don't want to have to say. No, no. Word. I'm either going to save it or dig deeper. Okay, but let's let's find out. <laughs> let's find out. I think it's worth finding out. So when I tell you about my day in my micro business, and uh, and you are a wonderful partner in life, and you listen without judgment, and mm. you don't try and fix my problems, um, you just let me vent about my day. Um, there is a limit to that for you. You say I will be there for you, but once it starts yeah. getting into my own mental health and where there's. Uh, complicated issues or issues around business then as your boundary for your own self-care is you have a word called pineapple we say pineapple and we both have agreed that that is the moment when i go okay um that's she's she's been there for me she's listened she's been present she's been caring but now i need to go and find my wingman or my counselor or my business uh, mentor Mm. um now for this other stuff Mm. Um, and there's a and that can be done daily, and that's wonderful. But there is a limit to it. Is that fair? Yes. Yeah. So, am I right in in what I what I'm? I think you're saying is it's not just give give give. Mm. It's actually a two way street. So, as the micro business owner, I'm working at home. Yep. My partners come in. Yep. I'm venting. Yep. Or I'm just telling and sharing my day. Yep. When my partner says. Pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when you go, okay, thank you for listening I, and I appreciate you being present to me. Uh, but the for the next step is that if, if this is really bothering me, I really have concerns about this and I really need to spend a considerable amount of time processing what happened today, I can do that with someone uh, who is uh, available to me even on a professional level like a therapist or a counsellor or a psychologist or you could go and network with other small business people right? Uh, and you can also then uh, go and find a, a business coach or, uh, or a mentor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and is it right in saying then um, uh, the reverse is true? Mm. So if I've had that opportunity to share and... Um, you know, vent with my partner mm. that I then also take the opportunity to go, how was your day? Yeah, absolutely. So once again, with relationships, it's equity. It's a, it's about being equally respectful of, of each other and that is that I'll be present to you to hear about your day and you'll be present to me to hear about my day. Um, but there will both there will be a boundary that says um, I need to care for myself now um, and you both have that same opportunity as well, both, uh-huh. both to vent both to listen, but also to self-care. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And if I was to go one step further, because something that I think is really interesting in my research is that this um, partner or friend or close family person who is there as the support Mm. might actually take on some of this vicarious stress Mm. themselves because the person that is telling them about their day is someone who's very close to them and they love them dearly and so they worry about them yeah they worry about them being worried yeah so what can that person do Mm. to self-care and to look after themselves so that they are you you know the whole analogy of you know put your mask on first so that you can help others so what's the sorts of things that you recommend that a partner in a relationship does 
to be able to support a micro business owner. Oh, well, okay. In my world, um, the sort of people that, that present to me as someone uh, as not being heard and not being yeah. supported, I also have people that are the listener but are taking on um, all of the pain that the person they love is, is feeling. Mm, yeah, that's so that's one I'm... Lots of empathy um, uh, and, and that's becoming exhausting. So once again, it's around um, knowing the the limits of what you're willing to give and knowing that you're, you're no good to anyone else until you are good to yourself first. So um, And it's also about separating yourself from that other person. So you have someone you love who's in pain. Um, the, the best thing that you can do to support them, to help them, is to actually model self-care or self-love. Oh, good. Yeah, that's great. So they watch their partner putting themselves first. That's great modelling. Do, do you think, though, that sometimes that gets confusing because you might think that that, that person might be going out and looking after themselves, mm. uh, which is fantastic, but the person in need might be going, hang on a second, that you're being selfish. Yeah, you're being selfish. Yeah, so yeah. how do you manage that? Uh, it's a balance, and it's always a balance. And that is that you you balance the the love you have for someone else and the love you have for yourself. Um, anything other than finding a balance that is sustainable for yourself um, will be, in in the word, unsustainable. Right. So at some point, someone will either feel incredibly uncared for, or someone will feel overwhelmed with taking on the pain of their loved one in front of them. Um, so, And that is the clue to uh, find a balance that is sustainable between caring for others and caring for self. And yeah. do you, so can I ask you, because I know you do a lot of relationship counselling, and mm. so do you, think that, do you think that the challenge comes sometimes in being truly, and we've talked about this a lot in previous episodes, in being brave enough to be honest yeah. about what you need or where you're at and what you need to do. And sometimes then going as a couple mm. to couples therapy or relationship counselling mm. gives you a mediator to be able to safely say yeah. what you're going through is actually, you know, it, it's hard for me to manage at the moment or this is what I need to do, but I need to do it without worry that you think I'm being selfish. Yeah. And is that what the counsellor does is allows that safe space for that conversation to happen yeah it's a it's going to a safe place for a person who's like a conduit to communicate with each other with honesty and what the counselor does is he um he directs or she or she or she okay uh, uh directs the the conversation around i statements and that is a person say oh you always um you never listen um, and the counsellor will uh, reword that or reframe that into, I'm not feeling listened to. So that's the I statement. And then you pass that to the other person and say that your partner is saying that they're not, they, they don't feel listened to. So what's it like to hear that? And they'll say, oh, I, I didn't realise that. I, I always find that, um, that I'm listening all the time. It's just that it gets overwhelming for me um, when I hear it all the time. It just, it exhausts me. So, um, and they'd say something, so that person exhausts me. You say, okay, so um, let's turn that into another I statement before we take it back. And is that when I do a lot of listening, I feel exhausted. Is that so? And they agree to that. And you say, okay, so I feel exhausted when I do a lot of listening. Yeah, that's so that's that's really insightful hmm. and really helpful to think about what might happen in a counseling couples counseling session. Hmm. 
Let me ask you this because I will guarantee you that there are people out there watching this. Listening. You know, the one friend that I have that's watching this. And, and your mum. Um, no, mum's no, not she's watching. Not, she's we agree that. Yeah, she's not listening. Um, let me ask you this, though. Do you think that there are couples out there that don't go to counselling together when they could be going to counselling together, but they don't because they think that's the last step to before separation. So if we go to counselling together, that means that really... That's the beginning of the end. It's the beginning of the end. It's all over. So therefore, we don't want to go. We're in denial. Yeah. Well, if also keep in mind that relationship counselling is, isn't is always around couples counselling. It's around... Uh, every We have relationships with everyone. Yeah, great. So you have yeah, a lot point. of... You have relationships with uh, your boss and with your co-workers and with your um, siblings and mm-hmm. with your parents. So in a, in a relationship... Um, counselling environment, it's about two human beings that are having trouble communicating uh, where they're both feeling overwhelmed by the relationship and they make a decision to go and get help to try and either um, make that relationship more sustainable for the two of them or in the case of couples that you end up, um, uh, that it may be the beginning of the end, which is okay, but you still do that with hope. So when when, a, when two people come to a relationship counselling, the agenda is always the same, and that is that they're both hoping that there's a way mm. to move forward here. And yes, you're right, there'll be some people that avoid it because um, they're... They're either, scared. They're scared, yeah. They're frightened that this is the beginning of the end and they don't want it to end, or they're afraid of um, uh, finally having a, a place to sell, tell the truth and to be either fearful of being attacked for it or... Um, or uh, Fearful of um, exposing themselves, their, mm. their vulnerability, which is hard to put out there. Yeah. Does that all make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. But it doesn't necessarily mean the end, though, does it? Sometimes oh, no. it can be a strengthening to go forward. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's it's about both of those two independent human beings going forward in a sustainable way in a relationship with each other. So um, if you are in a working space, you find a balance that works for the two of you. If you're in a marriage or a mm. partnership, you can find a way to go forward in that relationship or you can find a way to go forward, say, with your co-parenting, if you're that sort of thing. But always the two individuals get an opportunity to find their individual ways to be in relationship with the person they've come with. Yeah. Yeah. So, Excellent. Yeah. And so let me take it one step further and say maybe even, you know, relationship counselling or more specific couples counselling is actually a really cool business investment in my micro business. Yeah. Well, if if you're looking at the overheads of Mm, your business to make your business sustainable and and to grow to the level that you want it to grow to and you're looking and you're doing your spreadsheet. And you're saying That's that right. they need this percentage on marketing and advertising, this percentage exactly. on accounting, there's a percentage on self-care, self-love. And if you're in a relationship, that's another investment in the success and sustainability of your business. Exactly. Particularly too, I think, if you're working as a sole trader, as a micro business owner, and you're working at home. And so you're having your partner is the person that you find that you're turning to, then surely you want that relationship to be really strong, so that they are able to stay and um, support you. That's it. And in a relationship uh, counselling environment, you have the, the therapist, and you have one person, and then you have another person, and then you have the relationship. Mm-hmm. You have that dynamic. 
Um, and with say with um, parenting, where you've got the therapist, the mother or the father or the two parents, and then the children and the relationship mm. and that dynamic. So it would be the same if you had a micro business. You would have the therapist, this person, this person and the business and how those all of those people relate to all of those dynamics, yeah. which includes the business. Yeah, because yeah? it would be nothing harder than having that business mm. As a sole trader, but not being able to talk to your partner about that because it's triggering. Yeah, well, if you imagine that um, you've got a, 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 a person who is feeling not cared about or not loved mm. by their partner because their partner directs all of their love to their children. Yeah. Um, the same would be true yeah. that you have a partner that directs all of their attention to a business. That's right. And they're not feeling cared about. Yeah. So having that brought out into the open and everyone recognising. Brilliant, hmm. brilliant. Okay, so now we're coming to the end. Mm -hmm. So I just have to say it. Okay. You ready? Oh, dear. Pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> Thanks, so, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for your time today. Hope you got some great takeaways from our chats. If you'd like to know more about John and his counselling, go to johndiamond.com.au. If you'd like to know a bit more about Leanne and the work she does in the mental health of small business owners, go to fortitudeatwork.com.au. Don't forget, check the show notes for any additional information about support and resources specifically for small business owners.